Hello everyone, welcome back to Football Focus SG Podcast with myself, Faiz, Haruna Zuyanafi and Mr. JB. Welcome back and it's been a while. How have you guys been? I'm good, I'm good. I uh, hope everyone's been well. Uh, I hope the two of you has been well. It's been a long time since we do this. In a way, it's a very good break for us. Uh, and I'm looking forward to, you know, starting back again. <laughs> uh, Mr. JB, yourself? Yeah, it's been good, you know. Uh, it seems like we are also uh, uh, have been away like some of those footballers, yeah, in the summer transfers right now. So I think for us, we took a little bit longer than the summer transfers. But yep, it is what it is. Uh, I'm excited to be back. Yeah, so of course, before uh, we start anything, of course, um, I definitely have to address a little bit on this podcast, what exactly happened for the past six months compared to the last post of what we have. So basically, my laptop crashed and ever since then, been trying to find ways to get it back, but focus on our health and everything. COVID stuff also all happening and catching up on football as always. We never miss that. So a lot of things happen. EPL finished. SPL has started. And World Cup, which is supposed to be in this month, but ended up in November. So we have a lot to talk about because we have seen the World Cup group stage as well, which we're going to talk about in all future. So don't worry. We have all plans coming up. And also for Hyronazi uh, and Mr. JB, we have a brand new game that's going to come up for you guys and for future, which I have prepared. And there are prizes to be won this time. So in the meantime, before I start anything, I'm just going to start something simple first. Um, Harun Azri, how has football been for you so far for the past six months that has been missing away? Um, I guess it, it has been very good to me. Uh, you know, we saw a lot of football for the past six months. Like we mentioned, EPL is over. Most of the European leagues are over and SPL has started. Uh, so, you know, it doesn't mean that we're totally off football. We still do have some football to watch. Um, on a personal note, uh, I'm just coming off a two weeks break from my own coaching, uh, starting amazing. back tomorrow. So this is a good time for us to do this. <laughs> it coincides very well for me to get back in the game, uh, talking <laughs> about football and then tomorrow going into my first session after a two weeks break. Yeah. So all in all, it has been good. It has been great. Uh, yeah, like I say, looking forward to getting back on the field and looking forward to more football. Nice, nice. Mr. JB, how's football been treating you for six months <laughs> since we've been away? Uh, I mean, it's been a you know, roller coaster. Uh, we all know what happened uh, in the Premier League, how it ends and everything, which I think you were covered on that. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think, I think on, the, on, the, on the brighter side of things, I think this year will be very good. Uh, I, I would say a very good year for football fans. Uh, in general, especially in the uh, Asian region where I think we have quite a number of, you know, uh, international matches, our AFC Cups, AFC Champions League. Yep. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's, it's, it's quite refreshing to see, you know, domestic football being being covered in that way, uh, especially in the ASEAN region as well. Yep. And of course, our, our, our own SPL uh, is back, you know, I believe Malaysia League is back as well. Yep. So all in all, I think football has been has has, has still been great, and uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, like what you mentioned the the year end, uh, the big year end event, and that is the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right. So for today's podcast, because since we've been away a while, it's very hard for us to really digest and digress to each individual. 
So I'm gonna more focus on general aspect. Mm -hmm. Gonna overview a lot of things, but there's a general summary. So I'm gonna give you guys um, basically each league, basically EPL, SPL, and things that are going on right now. And I want you guys to tell me how you feel. So I want to start with Mr. JB first. The Premier League has ended, and you as a Man United. <laughs> Mm -hmm. In your summary, what would you sum up the season as a whole? Not just as a menu fan, but as a neutral fan perspective with Man City winning the league and the three teams that were relegated, which we're all going to talk in a while. So, uh, in general, how, how do you feel the season actually is? Uh, relief, you know. Relief. <laughs> I, think for, I think for Man United fans, I think uh, right, right when uh, Ole starts, you know, the bad string of uh, results and then, you know, the change and everything else, I believe um, from that point on, I think, especially for most Man United fans, I think we are just hoping that the season will end. Um, in general, I think everything that's not supposed to go wrong did go wrong. And um, yeah, and you can see that uh, it's just, you know, igniting the fire and that is uh, not a good thing. So, you know, the club is really burned down up to the end of the season. But that's for Man United. But overall, I think... As far as the champion goes and everything else, I think it's a, it's a, it's a very delightful two-horse race. Um, it's very, very close, very, very tight. Credit to you know, both both clubs, uh, for the finish. And I think the relegation battle, I think it's quite expected. But of course, there are some uh, teams that surprises us. So in general, I would say um, it's a pretty good season, for I mean overall in terms of EPL, but not so much as a Man United fan. Okay. All right. Um, Harunazi, yourself, like, what would you summarize this EPL season alone as a neutral fan? I think as a neutral, uh, it's been a very good season. I'm very thankful that uh, Liverpool did not finish with the quad quadruple. <laughs> uh, that I have to say. Um, <laughs> but all in all, yeah, if I were to summarize, I think it was, uh, I wouldn't say, it was one of the best seasons. I wouldn't say that it was the best season ever. Uh, it ended up being a two-horse race between Liverpool and uh, City. And yep. I think, you know, I felt even though City were champions, they were not uh, at their utmost best, I felt, I feel. Uh, but in the end, I think whoever ends up is, as champions, uh, for sure they deserve it. Uh, and for the relegation battle, I still remember, even though we haven't been recording for the past six months, yep. I still remember at the start of the... EPL season that has ended. I mentioned that Burnley was going to get relegated. Yes, you did. And it happened. You, you called and it. It happened. Yeah, I did. I don't remember the other two teams, but at least I got one of them. <laughs> I guess I, I I even mentioned Norwich. If I'm not Norwich wrong. is a almost guaranteed by three of us. I think the yeah, Burnley so, was a bit of a. Uh, yeah. So I got maybe I got two two out of three. I'm happy with that. But yeah, it was a good. Uh, EPL season a lot for me as a coach to digest and for me to learn a lot of new things we got a lot of uh, coaches from different backgrounds from all over the continent uh, yeah it was a good season I felt in the EPL yeah uh, personally um, I have a slight disappointment in this season not, not because of Arsenal fan but as neutral and here's why if you look back to our predictions and look at all the signings that the other team made we actually expect more than a two-horse race. Can we agree? We actually expected Chelsea to be on top. <laughs> and that was our prediction. We actually thought Chelsea to fight for the title. They're nowhere near. 
Manchester United, I'm sorry, but you guys are even more far off. So uh, though it is exciting to always see um, an EPL decided down to the last day, it's always nice to have that because you know that element of surprise, you may not know who's actually going to win. But of course, Man City did. But something tells me that the rest of the team are still miles away from Man City and Liverpool. I think that's one thing that I believe everyone can agree on. <clears throat> Other than that, relegation-wise, yeah, I think Burnley, I'll give it credit to you, Arnazi. Um, For Norwich and Watford, I think it's pretty much straightforward. I think we can kind of see them coming. It's no surprise, really. So that's EPL. Now, the next league that I think, um, Hayun Azri, I want to start with you first to talk about that we can try and summarize. Syria, the brand new champion is Milan. What do you think about this season for Syria alone? Yeah, I think for Syria also, it was, I think if, if I can use a word, I would say uh, refreshing over the past two seasons, not just this uh, season alone. Yeah. Uh, last season we had Inter Milan winning it. This season we have AC Milan. Usually we are always talking about Juventus ending up as champions. Yeah. So for AC Milan to do it, I think it's brilliant. Um, it it goes down to the work that the manager, uh, Mr. Pioli has done. Uh, over two seasons, I believe, or three seasons that he has been at the club, uh, you see stability from from for me personally. When I look at the team, I see stability. Uh, in a sense where. You know, you could see that over the past two seasons, they were building up to something. Um, yeah, and it, it was a fun title race. Uh, it was also goes down to the last day of the league. Yeah. So, brilliant. What else can you ask for, right? Brilliant, brilliant. I mean, there was at one point, it was actually a three-horse race, still at least about two to three games left before Napoli kind of falls out and left True. only the Milan derbies. Uh, it's actually a very entertaining race. It was up and down. Napoli was first all the way. Remember, there was no loss on them. They, they yeah. were having no loss together with AC Milan. Inter Milan was somewhere in the third fall. Juventus were falling off, but they catch up to fourth. So it's been True. an interesting one. But Mr. JV, uh, you've been a long supporter of AC Milan yourself as well back then. Are you excited with them winning the season? Yeah, I would say... I would say yes, but because I think I supported them long enough, so I kind of like sort of give up of them winning anything. So, <laughs> so for some reason, this 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 win is almost like a bittersweet because I think I'm I'm, I'm not sure when's the last time they 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 won like a cup yeah. or anything like that. I'm not sure domestic wise. Yeah. Uh, my apologies for that. But um, at the end of the day, like what uh, Nazri mentioned, yes, it is very close as well. Uh, you realize both 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 Milan and uh, Inter. I think they only lost like four games. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, for, for them to lose only four games in the entire season, I mean, it shows. And again, I mean, the point difference is also probably one or two points. Um. So yeah. So you can see that you know. I mean, it's not it's not a straightforward victory. Uh, as well for this uh Serie A season. So I think it's it's very very, uh, entertaining in that sense. Uh, something that you seldom will see about the Italian league. Um. And of course, I mean, uh, Juventus are the favourites uh, to win something, but end up uh, they didn't uh, actually did as well as they should in the league as well. So all in all, I would say, yeah, I mean, Italian Serie A has been great. And now I think since AC Milan has won it, I think I should start watching them more regularly next season, hopefully. 
Definitely. I think Syria is definitely one of the season to watch in the next coming seasons and all, especially with all the transfer that's happening. Hin Hin, one of the players went back to Inter Milan, which we're going to talk about in the other episodes for transfers alone. So, uh, going to move on to one and final league. I'm sorry, no offense to Bundesliga and Ligue 1. You, it's still the same. It is still Bayern Munich winning and PSG winning by a landslide. There's not much to talk about there. But La Liga will be the last one to talk about. Reason why I want to bring this up because everyone has kind of high expectation. Of course, everyone, Real Madrid, without a doubt, deserve winners. They are deserve winners. They won the Champions League. Karim Benzema was just on the on fire this season. But the team that probably a lot of people are disappointed is Atletico Madrid. They make good signings. They brought back Antoine Griezmann. Luis Suarez was at his peak last season in a way. He was going well. They got all the players, but no idea what happened. So, Mr. JB, do you feel that Real Madrid is actually going to dominate the La Liga in the next few seasons? Well, next few season will be tough because uh, it all depends on on the transfer activity and yeah. and, and and such. But uh, just to just to mention that, I think uh, you raise a very good point. I think uh, Real Madrid and uh, AC Milan. I think the similarities uh, for both of those leagues and both of these uh, champions are actually all is goal. You know what I'm saying? I think the players that is uh, you know consider age or aging players in football terms actually you know start to prove that they are actually just like fine wine, you know. The older they get, the better they are. Uh, I mean, look at Madrid, I think, you know, people may argue about Benzema, but I think the man of the match, or I would say the man of the club, is probably Modric, you know. Mm. He is the sure. he is the driving force. So, and I think the same can be said about AC Milan with Giroud and and, 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 and even Ibrahimovic uh, playing, playing a part as well. So, yeah. yeah, so once a while... Yeah, exactly. So once in a while, when you see this kind of, you know, uh, players who you think, you know, at their age could not contribute much, I think they, they actually prove all those uh, naysayers wrong uh, for this part here, especially that age is just a number. And if you do, you know, your hard work and everything else, it is what it is. And look at them being champions at this age. I mean, it's brilliant. It's amazing, yeah. Like Harun Azrin, um, would you feel that Atletico Madrid and Barcelona are gonna catch on Real Madrid anytime soon? If they, if Real Madrid can continue this kind of uh, uh, dominance going on, um, I think it's gonna be difficult for Barcelona at least. Uh, we all know uh, all the financial troubles that they are going through right now. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not gonna go in depth, and I don't know in depth uh, how much it's gonna trouble them in the near future. Uh, even though financial trouble, it seems like they're trying hard to get Lewandowski. I don't understand. Um, <laughs> you know, Atletico Madrid have a somehow, somewhat puzzling season, I felt. Um, again, like you mentioned, we were expecting good things. They were the defending champions. Uh, but somehow, it just didn't click for them. But still, having said that, they finished third in the league. So they're still going to be in the Champions League next season. Yeah. Um, like Mr. JB mentioned, uh, Real Madrid, brilliant. Real Madrid uh, uh, reminds me of uh, my good old days when I was playing for Tampines when we had all the senior players in the team. Yeah. You know, aging players, aging players in the team and we, we, we ended up champions and it was brilliant. It was brilliant. I, 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 I you know, it, 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 
I, I don't want to uh, say it's easy for the coach when you have uh, experienced players. But, you know, it does help. It does help when you have experienced players who have been there, done that. And, you know, I, I won't say I wasn't surprised because at the end of the day, with Atletico faltering, it was only going to be between Barcelona and Real Madrid. And when Barcelona had to go through all those troubles, the money is always on Real Madrid. And what a season they had. What a season. La Liga and then in Champions League as well. So, great season. Great season. Yeah, it's probably, I mean, it's not treble, but it's still one of the main doubles that anyone would go for, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Right, so moving on from the uh, European League, let's talk about our local league that's currently going on. And as of recording today, we have seen the latest result, and that is LCS actually lost to Albirex Nigata and kind of blew the race open as we speak. So... Arunaz, we're going to start with you first. After 12 games, uh, well, except for Young Lions, we have nine games. After 12 games of um, SPL that are mostly played, what are your thoughts about the SPL that's going on? Yeah, so I believe uh, Lions T Sailors is still leading, uh, even after today's loss. And then yeah. we have Albrex right, in right, three points, three points. <clears throat> and then we have Albrex in second, and then Tanya Paga in third. Correct. Um, Thus far, I won't speak too long about it because we have four rounds of matches this time, this season. Yep. It's going to be a long season. I don't understand the rationale behind the four rounds. Maybe it's down to the fact that we have lesser teams in the league. Uh, but yeah, it's four rounds. Um, we all know about Lions Sailors and LB Rex, but uh, I wouldn't say Tanya Paga is a surprise package based on what we've seen uh, last season. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how far they can push themselves. Um, I guess a good uh, finish for Tanya Paga would be to finish in the AFC Cup spot, um, even if they can push for second, because I feel, uh, as a neutral, I don't think Albrex has a good squad compared to previous seasons, uh, uh, based on what I saw, what, what I've seen so far, based on the technical abilities of the players. Um, LCS, is always going to be up there, uh, you know. So, yeah, uh, Tanyo Paga is a team to watch for me. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Mr. JV, what about you? Uh, are you impressed or happy with what you see so far? I mean, you were an LCS fan back then in the previous season, everyone was over the moon when they won. But how do you feel about this season? Yeah, I would say that this season started off with, of course, my uh. One of the one of the teams that I've I've always speak highly is uh, uh Tanyo Paga, right? I'm 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 happy for them, you know, brilliant start, and I think uh, they really deserve where they are at right now. Uh, as for the top two, I think no surprises there, right? It's either LBRX or ICT Sailors. But I agree with what Iron as you mentioned that it appears to be a weakened side as compared to past uh LBRX uh, squad. So it's nothing to 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 scream about, but the fact that they can still grind out results, especially like the one uh, against Sailors, I think uh, you have to give them credit, especially to the coach. And uh, of course, I think the 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 new signing, right? They actually signed uh, Ilhan Fandi as well into the team. I think um, I think it's good uh, development for the for our local players as well as a whole. So uh, yeah, I mean. Thus far, so far, it's quite a predictable league. But like what Arunazu shared as well, it's a long season ahead. 
anything can happen. Uh, just like the recent uh, two-all draw between Gilang and Young Lions, who would have thought, right? So, yeah. yep. So I'm 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 looking forward to it. Although, <laughs> yes, you know, let's hope that uh, you know, by the time they reach to the fourth round, hopefully, you know, fatigue doesn't kick in or too many injuries and or all of us starts uh, switching off or yeah, who knows. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm 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 looking forward to the to the to the league, of course, especially our local one. Yeah, 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 definitely. I'm not sure, I, I, and I'm not sure if the Singapore Cup will be returning. I hope, I hope, hmm. I hope so. I hope, I hope this season they will return. I mean, they, they the are opening Cup. four rounds. They, why not? You know, have a shout for Singapore yeah. Cup. That's right. I I I hope so. But uh, because looking at the clubs, uh, that are involved, uh, like especially LCS, uh, just got back from the UFC Champions League, and I think right now. Uh, both Haugang and Tampines are actually uh, overseas for the AFC Cup. So I'm not sure how are they going to you know, fit in the schedule uh, to fit in the Singapore Cup. But I really hope that the Singapore Cup comes back. Uh, as, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's great for local football. Yeah, definitely. All right. So I have two questions. Uh, I'm going to ask you guys one first. And this is open for you guys to answer, whoever want to answer, or we can have a debate. If you guys look at the table right now, does this feel a bit of deja vu like last season? There's a separation between the top four and the bottom four. <laughs> Once again, even though, yes, the only team that is only swapped is basically Tanjo Paga and Haugang. That's basically swapped. Previous season, it was the gap. But the whole point is the gap. The thing is, is it really that far off from the first to the last? How competitive can this league be? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, if, I mean, if you don't mind, Arunazri, I go first. I think, uh, I think it is a deja vu of last of last season, and I think it is a sadly it is a reflection of the people who is supposed to be managing this league. I believe uh, the people up there. I'm not sure uh, whether they've done enough groundwork or anything like that, but it's almost like like like, like what you say. It's 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 literally a mirror image of the things that, you know, that we are seeing. So, you know, it begs the question, is, is the quality of the league not enough? You know, and, 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 and if indeed the quality of our league is not enough, then what needs to be improved on? Yeah. I believe this is the one that needs to be up for debate. And I believe recently, I think there is some, uh, there's some talks also, uh, but I'm not sure how, how, how true is it, but I kind of saw it off the internet or something like that. That, um, that I believe, I think the, the Malaysia League uh, it's open to invite another, you know, another team from 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 the SPL to join them, uh, almost like the Lions Turf project the other time. Yeah, but um, and then I believe uh, once once those kind of rumors starts to happen, and then I think a few weeks back during the international break, uh, I believe I think Haugang uh, went went abroad to the Malaysia League. I think they, I, I'm I'm not sure who they who they go against. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's Trangganu or something like that. And then um. And then I believe there's another SPL club that also went over and I think it's Gelang, yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah, both Gelang and Haugang went over and I think uh uh both I think uh brought back I think pretty bad results, but at least Gelang did manage to score, I think. So yeah, yeah I mean it is what it is. I mean it, it's 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 an unfair reflection, I would say. Uh because would looking you consider at the quality, progress yeah. or would you see digress? What would you see at this stage? As in uh, digress or improve in, in terms, terms of, of as compared to last season? In terms of the league, because we're seeing the similar thing happen last season compared to now yeah. where there's a separation and that separation is going to show that lack of competitiveness of other leagues. Yeah. Because no offense, even though yeah. Premier League, 
has 20 teams. And despite yes. 20 teams, he ended up with a two-horse race. And as a neutral, uh-huh. yeah, it's fun that he goes down to the wire. However, it would be nicer if there are other teams pressuring the top two. So that's right, that's right. concept, would you see this as a progress in terms of a league because of Lion City players are now joining in the same head-to-head with Alberex? Or more or less, it's a digression. That's what it might be. No, I would say I would say it's almost neutral at this point. Uh, yeah. Line City Sailors by itself, yeah, you can say you know they're improving with the transfers and you know what have you, but the rest are slowly falling behind. And if this trend kind of continue, it will slowly you know I mean the rest of the teams will 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 struggle, and you will see the points will be way way far ahead. And I think uh, the three of us also, I think we have we have discussed uh, on this, and I feel that I kind of agree that we need to have some form of relegation system some form of, you know, uh, I would say something to play for, yeah? Because all in all, I mean, just take a look at Young Lions now. What are they? You know, they started off as a project or whatsoever, but what are they now? You know, what are they, what are they actually contributing now? That's yeah? true. Other than the names, you know, the players are not playing for the badge because there's nothing to play for, yeah? Like, all in all, they're just playing to get another contract at one of, at, at one of those other clubs that's above them. So I'm not sure what that project is, is going about. And of course, you know, being that there's only eight teams in the league uh, also doesn't help. You know, I feel like there are other ways to improve. I think Harun Azri can, 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 can chip in and can also touch in on some of these things. So all in all, I think this season alone, it seems like neutral. You know, it's almost a mirror image of last season. And we are only like, what, 10, 12 games, you know, 12 games in. right now. Yeah, exactly. As of right now, and yet you see, uh, especially teams like Ballestier, like they got some signings, yeah. They got as excited as well, but I think they've been on a losing streak since, 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 since I don't know how long. Uh, Gelang International as well, you know. They got, they got some decent players. They got Zuzu, you know, and they, 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 they seem to fall behind as well. Yeah. Halgan yeah. is also not a reflection of themselves last season, so. I don't know, man. It's 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 neutral. Perhaps Iron Azri can uh, can chip in from his uh, coaching point on what yeah. can be improved. Yeah. So like Iron Azri, like similar, like we can see the separation between the top four and the bottom four. But however, we kind of is it something that we should have seen it coming? Because when the moment LCS kind of owner takes over, and we can only see this as just a two horse race in the coming future, or and from third to eight is just gonna be a battle out of between them. Or will there be some progression? Okay, I'm sorry. So, uh, this is actually a very good topic uh, that has been brought up by you. So, excellent. Good job. Thank you. Um, I feel, to answer your question, if things remain as they are, uh, we're going to keep saying this. We're, we're going to keep seeing uh, Lion City Sailors and Elbrex. Maybe... Now, Tanjo Paga and Tempinis. Uh, before this, it was Haugang and Tempinis. Uh, if things remains as it is, I think it's just going to be them. Look, uh, I'm very grateful uh, that I've had the opportunity to play in the league before. And then seeing it progress, seeing it progress from the time that I was there. Um, but when I use the word progress, you know, it's kind of iffy. Because, look, we all know, we can't lie. Lions City Sailors have the financial backing. Elbrex, even though they don't have the financial backing, but they have players from Japan. And we all know, 
Japanese players are technically more gifted. I won't say gifted, technically more proficient as compared to our Singaporean players. And then if we talk about Tanjung Paga, Tanjung Paga also has a little bit of financial backing. We all know that. For Tampines and Haugang, uh, they don't have as much financial backing, but um, you know, with Tampines, they have Coach Gavin. And we know the structure that he's going to come, he's trying to come up with, focusing on youth, developing youngsters, in a way, a second young, a second young Lions team. But um, these players are a little bit more experienced players because they get the chance to mix with older players in the team for Tampines. For Haugang, this year, you know, I got nothing against anyone, but they have taken steps back. I feel, I feel they have taken steps back. It's very scary. Um, yeah, and and who whom whom are we left? We are left with Ballester. Ballester and Gelang, yeah. For for all the brouhaha before the season commence, I don't see any improvement. Again, nothing against anyone. I don't see anything from Ballester's perspective. I don't see a style of play. Maybe it takes time. Uh, we are, but we are already 12 games into the season. They've played, they've played pre-season matches. They did go overseas uh, to play against Trunganu uh, during the off-season break uh, recently, about a week or two weeks past. And then they come back to Singapore and they get hammered by LCS. So, and then you look at the state of the pitch at Topayo Stadium. Oh my goodness. And then Gelang, uh, some, I believe, I, I take a look at the Gelang team, Gelang international team. They have a very strong 11. They do. I, I have to say, they, they, have, they have a very strong 11, but they don't have a strong bench. All of their strong players are playing, but the ones on the bench are not as strong. It's either made up of youngsters or players who are not of first 11 material. So, you know, I, I, I can't say much because I think I have said what I have to say. If the administrators decide to just let it be, we're going to see this all the way. We're going to see the top four being the same clubs, uh, being the same clubs in the top four or top five. And then the bottom three will always remain the same as well. So I feel... Of course, there, there are a lot of suggestions and I think we even had uh, a guest who also spoke about, uh, you know, what, what, what we want to see in the league. But if my wish, if, if you're asking me my wish for Singapore football right now, my wish is for an administrator to come in and for him or her to open it up to everyone, uh, you know, get financial... You know, I keep on saying this and I know it's easier said than done. But yeah. my wish, because it's my wish, my wish is for all the big uh, companies to come in, take over a club, let them run. You can have, last time we have Cots Young Lions, we can even have Seng Siong, we can have, you know... Uh, yeah, we can have we, all the funny breads, it's yeah, fine. The, the IKEA, we can have, uh, we can have uh, Geelang Giant International, we can have Tampines, uh, Hyundai Rovers or whatsoever. We can have all that. Yeah. But until until that happens, at the end of the day, whether we like it or not, football is about passion, football is about emotions, football is about feelings. But we can't lie, we can't stray away from the fact that football is a business nowadays. Yep. If you don't have the money, how are we going to talk about business? 
if we don't have the financial support, let's take a look at Gelang. And if we were to interview Coach Noali right here, right now, I bet you he's going to say, whatever team that he puts out on the field and whatever players that he has on the bench, it's all down to limitations from a financial standpoint, from the budget standpoint. Yeah. So how do you help the coach then? Yeah. From, there's for, only so for, much a coach can do. There's only, yeah. there's only so much that a coach can do. He has to play with the constraints. He has to play with the budget. And I believe, I choose to believe, because of the budget that's been given to him, this is what he can afford. And this is the team that he can put out on the field. This is the team that he has on the bench. Yeah. What What else can we do? What What else can, you know? And fans are demanding nowadays. Yeah. Everyone has an opinion. Yeah. Everyone is entitled yeah. to their own opinion for sure. But I hope for fans, you don't just look. Uh, of course, everybody wants to win. Even myself yeah. as a coach, I want to win as well. But there are a lot of other things behind the scenes that people do not know of. They do know. I feel that maybe they do know. But whenever, you know, we are human beings at the end of the day, we let our emotions take control of us. Sometimes we don't think before we speak. So, yes. you know, you know I, 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 like I say, I'm a neutral. I would love to see what Ballester can do after the third round. Because like I say, this uh, four-round four competition, yes. I would like to see it. I want to see uh, substance from the Ballester squad third round onwards. I want to see, of course, I want to see Gelang picking up points. I want to know what's next. Same as Mr. JB. I want to know what's next for Young Lions. Sea Games is over and we didn't do well. So what's next? Yeah. What's the plan yeah. for these players now? So yeah, so that's the way I look at the SPL. If you're asking me, you ask the question whether we are uh, progressing or we are, or we are uh, digressing. I feel we now, at this moment, apart from Lions City Sailors who are making strides, who are taking strides, I feel the league as a whole stagnant. He's stagnant, right? Yeah. If I'm an investor, unless I have seven other or no six other investors that is going to come in and take over one club each, I'm going to be interested in doing that. If not, then you want me to just compete with Lasty Sailors? You know, I yeah. would rather if, if I'm an open investor, I would want all investors to come in, take over a club each. And then we compete on a level playing field. And only when that happens, we're going to have a very competitive league. Rather than all players going to Lions City Sailors, now we can have all those players spread out among all clubs. Wouldn't it be wonderful? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, um, I'm sure there was a point of time that everyone talks about how, you know, the FAS needs fans to come and support the league and show that, you know, that's, only way it can grow. Of course, it takes two hands to clap. Not only just the fans have to appear, the basically the league or the FAS itself has to cooperate in a way. So I thought about this and um, let's go back to the, mo the most recent match, uh, not the Lion City Sailors tonight, the Eastern Derby, Tampines versus Geylang. And I saw the number of viewers that was live streaming on YouTube and that figure I don't think we have seen this figure, of course, physically, but it would be great if we can. But it kind of tells you that it there are fans who are actually still watching. I saw the highest it reached was 1.7K. 1,700 watching Tampines versus Geylang on that match. And I was one of them who watched. So in what way can FAS actually pull us to go? So 
my last question before we move on to a brand new topic to you guys. So I don't I'll start with you first. What can FAS do to make you pull you into the game more? Oh, this is a difficult question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, Faiz, just to go back on your point earlier, yeah. when you mentioned 1.7k watching the live stream between Tempinis and Gelang. Yeah. I think the last game that Elbrex had, not the one tonight that, when they played against Lions Free Sailors, when they were playing in Jurong East. Yeah, um, it was over 2k, I think. If you see pictures, the stadium was full house, both mm -hmm. at the closed end and the open, open stands. It yeah. was full house. So this only shows if your team is of certain quality, people will come and watch. If, if, if your team, look, you don't have the budget, but if your team plays well, if you but look, again, we are talking about Elbrex. We are talking about a team made up of three-quarter Japanese players. And we know Japanese players are technically proficient based on all the trainings that they've done there. And they can conjure up some football, some magic in moments. Yeah. That's why, that's why I gave the example. My example was Tempanese and Gelang, two yeah. of the most long-serving clubs, Singapore-based, and that so many people actually watch. Sure, it may not yeah. be the LCS fans, which is all new, and of course they have exciting project. Of course, people want to see and Albirex. Of course, like what you said, mostly are Japanese. Some of them are gifted. Some of them are born to be talented, and and all that. But with two local teams. No offense, but Tampanese and Gelang at the moment for the past few seasons has not been challenging for the title. Let's agree. Mm. But the fact okay. that both of them had a had a face-off this season True. and have that amount of 1.6 to 1.7k to watch, it shows that we still have people watch. So what mm. can FAS do to bring those Look, number if, of people there? If this is just top of head, mm. I feel what FAS can do. And I think I go back to my previous point from the previous question. Yeah. I think for now, what FAS can do is help the clubs, not by giving them money. Nope. Work with the club's administrators, the financial department That's of the club. Uh, you know, work with the people in the club. Work FAS, I feel the FAS should try and take the lead to work with the club uh, administrators or ownership to try and find them investors who might be interested in taking over club look maybe the investor might not need to be a big name brand but you know people people are not stupid fans are not stupid when you see effort you see you just take a look at our recent uh, lions you know our national team we didn't progress but i meet you we made a couple of new fans yeah. i can bet you we made a couple of new fans based on what we all know that they were trying hard yeah we all know we will we are lacking a certain quality to reach that level but you see the boys trying. And yeah. I bet you, the fans, there are for sure new fans coming on board. So, but like I said, it goes back to my point again. Why not we try to get FA to work with the club's administrators, try to find them uh, investors. You know, we don't need to find big investors. Maybe for now, the, the bigger the investor, the better. But when, when the investor is there, when people see that the club is trying to do, do things right, that will invite people in. You know, my love for uh, Singapore football will always be there. And as long, look, as long I see, as long as I see players giving their best, 100% on the field, I'll support. 
as long yeah. as I see the players giving their 100% maximum effort, playing for the badge, I'll come. So I feel if there's one thing, if you're asking me one thing uh, that the FA can do, I feel go down to the club level, get in touch with the administrators, work something out, and then we see how it goes along the way. All right, thank you. That's a very good answer and insight. Uh, Mr. JV, what about you? What makes you feel that FAS should do or what's the one thing that they can do, not only to pull you, but the rest of the viewers that we watch usually on YouTube live stream or from um, the, what they call it, the MediaCorp app and all that. How do they pull these viewers in when they know physically they don't have fans to show up at the stadium, but the numbers are still there. So it shows that they are fans. So what can they do? Yeah, I mean, uh, you. I mean, of course, uh, as much as you know, you can fault uh, FAS or try to uh, give a critique and uh, tell them to improve. But I think you need to give credit, uh, credit you lah. Uh, I think putting it on YouTube, you know, making it accessible to all of us. I think that one is a is a brilliant job. I would say. Um, not many, you know, clubs are doing that. But I, uh, I'm sorry, not many countries are doing that. I know Malaysia is also doing something uh, on, 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 on their YouTube as well. So that is great. And of course, I mean, you want to compare numbers, you, you can also, you know, equate to the JDT games. If you look at the viewers, you know, in terms of all their matches, it's also in the hundreds and thousands. And of course, you're talking about, you know, crowd size and everything else. Lah. But all in all, I feel that, yes, as much as uh, they, they, they did put in the effort, you know, I feel like we are still a few steps behind in certain things that we can improve. You know, not saying that a few steps behind or FAS is... Oh not doing anything or anything like that. But it's more like, you know, simple, simple steps to improve. Like for example, I think only only recently they say that they just upgraded their, their, their broadcasting system and everything. That is good. That is positive. There is a step in the in the in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, but I know if you want to improve the fans and everything, you don't need to look far. Just look at Line City Sailors. Uh I I I think I saw something on Facebook uh, just now. I think before the game started, you know, they have booths, they have shops, they have carts, they have all kinds of activities on going outside the stadium, pulling the crowd. Yeah. And all these are efforts that is, you know, that 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 can be shown that fans love these kind of things. But sadly, like what Ayunazi mentioned, all this requires money. It is business after all. Yeah. And, and all in all, I mean we also understand FAS is just an organization. You you have constraints. So what so what can you do to pull in investors? You know, you need to get people on board because you know that money is a constraint and, and it's a fact. And I, and I recall, you know, something simple like back in the day, I think when Ayunazi was playing and when me and you, Faiz, uh, you know, you always go down with uh, with Ayunazi's uh, dad, you know, to watch him and support him and yeah. you know, before that, everything else. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure you guys remember. You guys remember the, you know, the match day, the match day guy that, you know, we always get. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Guys, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, those match day guys, I don't know what happened. I'm not sure if they're doing it now. No, uh, so. but you know it's it, yeah exactly it's kind of small small things and I remember the other time you know, when Nabado Stadium there's a mini cut over there where they sell Geelang flags Geelang erasers pencils whatever you name it why? because the crowd is kids you know what I'm saying when kids love it parents will bring them down and that's where you get the crowd plain and simple yeah, yeah. and of course we can yeah and of course we can argue about ticket prices and everything else you know I mean to be okay, honest you know, ticket prices isn't really much of an issue yeah, I mean, ticket price, I mean, that's the thing, you see, if, if, if you can pull fans, fans don't mind paying the money, trust me, fans yeah. don't mind paying the money, sure. yeah, you look at Line City Sailors, I mean, you, I mean, you just need to take a look at Jalan Besar Stadium just now, it's, 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 it's pretty packed, it's, it's pretty packed, and I think the ticket prices have been the same or probably slightly higher, I'm not too sure, but uh, all in all, you see, 
it is the 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 pull factor. You see, Lion City Sailors they make memberships. You know, they 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 try to emulate. You know, some of the clubs. You know, from overseas. You know, what are the things that they have? You know, membership discounts. Yeah, and then you know, it just so happens that you know the owner. You know, um, you know, it's obviously has links with Shopee and everything else. You know, they give out Shopee vouchers. They sell their jersey on Shopee. You know, it's 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 all these things that helps to play a part. You know, like how many people shop in Shopee? I do, you do, everyone does. So why is it? Are we only seeing Lion City sailors selling jersey over there? Why are we not seeing, I don't know, other clubs on Lazada or something? Correct me if I'm wrong, but if if if, if let's say there is, then there's something wrong on the marketing side. Why are you not promoting it? Why are you not pushing for it? Yeah. So it's like I don't know. I mean, it's it's a it's bit a of little bit of misinformation. Of yeah, exactly. It's a bit of everything. You know, it's 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 all grassroots. But at the same time, after after the grassroots, you know, you need to take a look at you know being a professional club. How do you run it and everything else? Because fans will come. Like what Harun Aziz said, fans will come. You know, if you have that, if you have that favorite player, you know, that 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 that, that one player that's good enough to pull the crowd, or perhaps the entire team is playing well, the crowd will be there. The crowd will be cheering. And like what you say, Faiz is pretty spot on. I think right now is the best time for Singapore football because in terms of the fans, in terms of the YouTube numbers and everything else, people are following the AFC Cup. You know, I have friends who've never watched. SPL, you know, but they're actually following AFC Cup. They actually can name at least four, five, six players in Lion City Sailors. You see, all these things are, you know, efforts in the right direction. But sadly enough, you see, our league sometimes can be a bit of a letdown in terms of the teams, you know, sometimes the way they play and everything else. Uh, but yeah, I mean, all in all, I mean, which is why I, 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 I kind of mentioned my point just now about the Singapore Cup, yeah? Because the league is a league. End of the day, league goes by points, yeah? At yeah. some at some stage, right? If you are on the bottom half of those teams and you see you are like probably thirty points away, for example, from the top two, for example, what is the motivation? Yeah. Yes, it's true. We are we are all footballers and everything else. You know, we know it's our job or whatsoever. We love doing what we do and everything else. But we are all human at the end of the day. Yeah. Let us all be 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 all realistic here. You look at the points. You know that you need thirty like 30 over points or whatsoever, double digit. And then, for example, you only have 10 games left. And especially, for example, if you are Young Lions, no offense, you know, to them, but I'm just putting it out there, yeah? If you are those bottom two clubs, what are you playing for? What is left, yeah? Are you really playing for the badge? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you can say, you know, I still show up for training and everything else, but you're probably playing, you know, I mean, you're probably just playing for the, for the, for the salary, that's it. Because there's no cups, you know? And... Which is why I, I, I like these kind of cup tournaments, no offense, but these cup tournaments are the chance, I feel, and the platform for teams who are not doing well, you know, your mid-tables, your, you know, the, the ones who are struggling, because all you need is one nil. You look at tournaments, if you win one nil all the way up to the final, you leave the trophy. You yep. leave the trophy. And you know to be honest, those kind of knockout tournaments is where most exactly, of the exactly. could happen, especially for the lower-end yeah. teams, yeah. Exactly, for sure, for sure. So you know, so it is, it is, it is what it is. So which is why I'm, I'm, I'm a bit sad by how the league is uh, going on in terms of, you know, the, the, the quality of play. You know, I mean, yes, as fans, you know, we have expectations. Of course, like what Hernazi said, uh, you running a football club. What is your objective? Of course, to win, right? By the end of the day, you can't have ten teams winning, winning, winning one cup. You know, there, there, there will always be one winner, in, 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 in any competition. So, it's just you know the effort. The passion and of course for all these clubs you know this administrator i think now is a perfect time to use your social media get it out there you know use all these platforms your websites you know your you know everything and anything you know nowadays football is like that yeah and 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 and, and it is what it is we can't compare to back in the day where yes you know you may not know the players but you know you can just 
follow passion and love. But sadly nowadays, that passion and love is derived by brands, by looks, by style, by, you know, it is what it is because the, 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 the climate has changed for football. It's becoming a business now. It's becoming a brand. Whether we like it or football not, whether changed. there are people... General football has changed. Exactly, exactly. General football has changed, yeah? Uh, you see, like recently, you know, Beckham was invited over to Singapore, but he was invited for what? It's not really for football. It's coming to Adidas to talk about mental health, but people still go there. Many fans go, went there. Real Madrid fans went there. Why? Because, you know, he's, he's a walking brand. Football is like that. You know, you, you need that kind of walking brand. So I feel like... Uh, I really hope that Fani our Ahmad was a brand for Singapore back then. There you go. There you go. You see, pretty spot on. You see, you just mentioned Fadi Ahmad anywhere in the bus, in the bus stop, anywhere. You can be anywhere. You mention Fadi Ahmad, someone will know. Bam, someone will know. Bam. You see? And after him, who else? After him, who else? Yes, I mean, back, I mean, I mean, we do have, you know, your Noah Lamcha. But not as big not, as him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Not as big as him. You know why? Because he managed to break that, you know, that, 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 that kind of boundary that he did. And nobody can can argue and say that oh he's not a team player no he is a team player but he kind of made his name for himself as well and and nowadays you know look at his kids and i really hope that his kids are the next one to show you know the ropes and hopefully can be a brand as well you know i'm not i'm, I'm not here to talk about oh you know make a brand make money but don't care about football no but you can do both at the same time you can you can be good at football you can be a decent professional but at the same time make a name for yourself earn good bucks you know be 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 the so-called local hero of football again you can do that you know we can we can have that i mean you want to talk about good things we do have good things we we i mean at one point we signed who jermaine pennant who is jermaine pennant everyone knows jermaine pennant yeah yeah but yeah but you know but after that you know it's 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 just like a sour taste in the mouth you know like when people ask what do you remember about jermaine pennant in the spl you can't say you can't say much you know you can't say any good things other than his name that's it but what is the contribution? So, you know, I really hope that, you know, the players out there, you know, they try to come out of their shell and, and you know, do their best, of course. But like what Arun Aziz said, end of the day, we are all human. There's limitation, money talks, brand talks, you know, start start to, you know, especially the management, you know, the top people, the owners, the investors, start, you know, to try and, you know, help, help out the league. It is a collective effort at the end of the day. Uh, there's no such thing as, you know, one person, you know, can change everything overnight. It is a collective effort. And, uh, you know, you, you don't need to look far. Just look at JDP. Look at how they come down from the team bus. Look at what they're wearing. Look at, you know, everything else. Yes, people may say, oh, JDP, you know, you, you, you throw them in the Champions League or so, you know, I doubt they can win it. But, you know, that's the first step, yeah? And that is something that I believe TMJ has done well. You want to be champion, you got to feel like a champion. You got to look like a champion, you know? You, 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 you got to have that mindset first and then you build, yeah? Because talent is not, you know, uh, talent is not given. There are some talented players. But all in all, you know, it, it is the mindset, you know, you start changing bit by bit, step by step. And then, you know, the fans will be there. And I really hope that one day our league can really, you know, be at that level. Because honestly, look at Singapore history, just Singapore football by itself. We have history. We have history in football. But when you look at our league, what history have we got? Other than your Fandi Ahmad, your Kadiya, your time. After that, you know, yeah, you know, there are some moments here and there. But after that, now, look at where we are. Look at our country's football ranking, you know. And then, you know, it kind of begs the question, we have technology, we have everything. So what is lacking? So I hope, uh, yeah, this is something for us to ponder and hopefully we can discuss more of this topic. Yeah, a very good topic, Faiz, and my apologies if I... No, 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 it's there. good, it's good. No, thank you. Thank you both for the insight. It's been a while since we have this kind of passionate insight and sharing of our emotion and feels, which is exactly what we want from this podcast. So uh, don't worry, guys. Uh, People who are watching on YouTube or listening by Spotify, 
stick around for our part two where our gentlemen here, the experts here, are having their quiz. It's been a while since we have, but it's a little bit of twist, so do stick around.